Okay, we start off on uh, DAF 49, Mem Tetz, uh, at the very top. Uh, we are dealing with the Mishnah as follows. Arba Asar, Shechal Yot Shabbat. If the 14th of Nisan falls on Shabbat, which it does in the year 5, uh, this year, 5781. What you have to do uh, with your Chameit, Erev Shabbat, you have to destroy it all before uh, Shabbat div Rebbe Meir. That's what Rebbe Meir says. Uh, probably the reason for this is is because uh, Rebbe Meir holds that uh, you have to burn it. Uh, and if you uh, would burn it, then obviously you can't burn it on Shabbat. So you'd be uh, you'd have to then uh, destroy it all before Shabbat by burning it. Uh, and also what, uh, what, what he might say is that uh, uh, then what way you can actually fulfill your, uh, your mitzvah of eating uh, uh, meals on Shabbat. Obviously you need some form of Lechem Mishnah. Uh, so you would probably have to hold that you would have to use uh, matzah and probably rely on the opinion that you have to, uh, that you can eat matzah maybe before midday uh, on Erev Pesach. Uh, that is uh, not something we usually do. We usually we extend it a lot before that time. But anyway, you know, these might be some of the opinions. However, it's a very short little Gomorrah piece which doesn't address uh, any of these issues. However, the Chachamim Omrim, the Rabbi say, which is uh, what obviously uh, what we do follow the majority. Bismano, uh, you destroy it uh, at, at the time that uh, is normal to destroy it, i.e., uh, as we saw in the very beginning of our Masechet, uh, the different hours, the fourth hour, the fifth hour, etc. Rebelezer ben Tzadok, Rebelezer ben Tzadok has a distinction. Truma, Melifna Shabbat, he says you destroy Truma uh, before Shabbat because there are not that many people around uh, to eat it on Shabbat, and therefore uh, you, you can assume that uh, it's not going to be eaten on Shabbat. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, And uh, in terms of Chulin, uh, you uh, destroy it at the normal time, i.e. On, on, on Shabbat itself, which is the 14th of Nisan. Okay, as we mentioned, a very short little Gomorrah piece, which uh, uh, comes and uh, shows us, for example, uh, what our tradition actually is. Uh, Tanya, Rebeleza ben Tzadok, he says, Pamachad, Shabbat Abba Biyavne. Rebeleza ben Tzadok says, my father, which obviously Rebbe Tzadok, spent Shabbat in Yavne. V'chal Abba Sa'aliot Shabbat, and the 14th of Nisan was on Shabbat. Vazunim, and Zunim came. Mumune, Rabban Gamliel. He was Rabban Gamliel's um, uh, appoint uh, a student or, uh, or someone that, you know, helped him out, servant. Uh, and he says, uh, He says, The time has come to destroy the Chameitz. And I went after my father, Rabbi Tzadok, and we went and we destroyed uh, the Chameitz. Uh, obviously, in, that, in the, those times, obviously, you wouldn't, uh, you couldn't flush it down a toilet, but you might have thrown it into the river, you might have crashed it and scattered it to the wind, uh, the different types of uh, ways that we saw also in the first chapter. Okay, uh, next Mishnah, uh, if you're going along to check your Pesach offering, uh, and you need to uh, um, uh, also give your son a Brit Milah, and you're going there to, uh, to celebrate an engagement feast, feast in the house of your uh, father-in-law. 
You're just about to get engaged. You just got engaged, uh, and, and now you're celebrating. All of a sudden, you remember that you've left chametz in your house. Um, <clears throat> so the, the Mishnah says, uh, If you're able to go back and destroy it uh, in time, and then still go and still return uh, in time to do the mitzvah properly, uh, then you go back and destroy it and return to do your, doing your mitzvah. Uh, and if not, uh, then you should nullify it in your heart, uh, because really that the bittel, uh, as we saw uh, earlier, really the bittel is sufficient in the first few daf uh, of our masechet. We said that bittel was enough. Uh, really, the only reason that the rabbi said that you have to go and destroy it is because you might become uh, across a piece of uh, luscious-looking chametz, and uh, and then you might well either uh, eat it and and thinkingly or else uh, desire it. Uh, and uh, you know for it to be there and then that would be violating Bali Rai and Bali Matzah. Okay. Next part of the Mishnah, Latzil Menagoyim, however, you are going to save uh, Jews from an attack by uh, by non-Jews, Umin Anahar, or a river that's uh, flooded, Umin Alistim, or from uh, some form of uh, bandits, Umin Adelaika, or from a fire, Umin Anapolit, a building that has collapsed, Yivatel Bilibo, then you don't even uh, turn around, you, that you're, you've got, you're on the mission uh, to save Jewish lives, uh, then uh, it's not even a question and then that takes precedence over everything and you just uh, you don't even try and say listen I'm sure I can get there in time and, and you know go back and, 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 and do what you have to do first no uh, and then return to do what you wanted to do no you go straight away you save who you need to save uh, and you nullify the chametz in your heart um, and if you go and um establish your tchum uh, for, for some form of rashut, even though uh, in Erevin in we learned that uh, you should only do this for mitzvah uh, so we, it might be that you're going to uh, like learn from a rabbi uh, or something like that to, you uh, you know which is is a, is a mitzvah but it's more a shut uh, type of thing uh, it says then you have to return straight away uh, and it doesn't even say listen if you can return and then come back only then no uh, that's not considered enough all those other things uh, the earlier mitzvot uh, Shechting your Pesach and, uh, uh, and 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 giving your son a Brit Milah, those are very important uh, mitzvot, and therefore uh, you would you you know if if you got the time to go back uh, and do your uh, destroy the chametz and then return, then you can do it. But if not, uh, then you can continue. Yeah, if it's something for Rashut, uh, something uh, of your own. Uh, uh, voluntary type of thing well then you have to return straight away even though you might not be able to do what you wanted to do before uh, and so to v'chein mishiatim Yerushalayim and the same thing uh, says the Gomorrah in the Mishnah with, uh, when you leave uh, Jerusalem and all of a sudden and now you have uh, realized that you have got some holy meat uh, which is obviously now disqualified uh, in uh, where you find yourself because once you take the meat out of the Walls of Jerusalem, uh, it becomes disqualified. Uh, it says, Im Avar Sofim, if you have passed uh, the place called Sofim, really, which is probably the place where you look at things so far is to see, and so this could be uh, Mount Scopus. Uh, and it says, So for then you are uh, given the ability to burn it right there and then in that place. However, Im Love, if you haven't uh, gone so far, 
and you have not yet reached Mount Scopus, you go and you uh, burn it back in the temple, which is where you meant to uh, burn these types of things. Um, and we even uh, give you the ability uh, to use the wood uh, from the, uh, the, the altar uh, for such purposes. There are other times where it says uh, the, the rabbis want to encourage people to do it, and if people are miserly, uh, then they would do it, they would be reluctant uh, to come back. So the rabbi said, listen, and will give you free wood uh, as long as you destroy it in the correct place. Uh, the mission says, if I come at home for uh, how much uh, do you have to go back for? Uh, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, uh, in both cases, uh, you have to uh, return back the amount of chametz uh, and the amount uh, of uh, sacrificial meat uh, has to be an excise. Uh, Rabbi Hudom, uh, much smaller, uh, half uh, the size of that, uh, an olive amount, uh, he says, uh, both for the sacrificial meat as well as for the piece of uh, the rabbis say uh, depends uh, they split it uh, and they say uh, for the holy meat uh, then you have to go back for a kazayat worth uh, and for chametz uh, it is the bigger size the kibetza size <coughs> we're not uh, going to deal with those things uh, just yet we are going to deal with other uh, topics before we get to uh, that uh, that topic that will Bezrat Hashem deal with tomorrow as we uh, finish the Perik Bezrat Hashem. Okay, uh, the Gemara picks up Ruminu. Uh, we uh, we we contrast this. How leich lechol sudat erisin beveid chamiv. You are traveling to eat a, uh, a, 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 a for lack of a better word, it's engagement feast, but uh, uh, it's a betrothal feast uh, over there in your father-in-law's house. Vishvot shvitat harashut yachsor miad. Or to uh, and and it, it includes this uh, with the same as tukum. So eating this uh, feast. Uh, over here in your father-in-law's house uh, this is uh, the same really as, as putting a rashut uh, doing something uh, for rashut purposes and not defined as a mitzvah uh, and uh, you know in our, our Mishnah grouped it uh, with the things that are uh, mitzvahs uh, and you should go back and uh, and um, if you've got time you go back but if not you continue uh, but here it seems to say that you just return immediately so what is it? Is it a rashut or is it not uh, a rashut? I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan says, Lo kasha. Hi Rabbi Yehuda, hi Rabbi Yossi. First answer, the one is Rabbi Yehuda, uh, in terms of the Bratza is Rabbi Yehuda, uh, whereas the Mishnah is Rabbi Yossi. Tanya, Sudat Arisin Rashut, Div Rabbi Yehuda. According to Rabbi Yehuda, uh, he says this uh, Arisin feast uh, is a, uh, a Rashut, an, uh, a voluntary thing. However, Rabbi Yossi on Mitzvah, he says, no, it is a Mitzvah, so it's on a higher level, uh, and therefore, uh, that's that's how he uh, defines it. Okay, Vahashta, Dharma of Kista, but now that's one way of doing it. But now that Rav Kista said, Machloket, Abasuda, Shnia, this is uh, uh, what we're talking here about a second meal. So what happens is the initial meal, the, the initial engagement, uh, is uh, is uh, uh, definitely a mitzvah. Everyone would agree that that is a mitzvah. Uh, but now we're talking about a like follow-up meal where you kind of get to know maybe more members of the family. It's not, you know, uh, exactly uh, not, not the same status and as the first meal. Uh, it says, Everyone agrees that the first suda is a mitzvah, uh, the initial one. 
but the second one isn't. Uh, it says once Rav Chista said that. Afulatayma havah Rabbi Yehuda. We can even say this. Then both goes like Rabbi Yehuda. Avlo kasha, and there's no uh, difficulty. Havasuda Rishona, havasuda Shnia. In terms of where the mitzvah is, uh, the the the. the a meal is a mitzvah, uh, that is the first meal, uh, the initial uh, meal. But the second one uh, has not got that status, and therefore, uh, it, you, if you uh, remember that your comrades in your house, uh, you have to turn back uh, and uh, destroy it over there. That is like the tchum. All right, uh, for the rishut the purposes. Tanya, uh, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda says uh, further, Ani lo shabati ela sudat arisin, aval lo siv lo not. He says, I only heard, I only said that it's a mitzvah with the actual uh, engagement uh, feast itself, uh, but not with the siv lo not. Uh, the siv lo not is uh, also a kind of follow-up meal where uh, the groom <coughs> gives various gifts uh, to his bride uh, and to say, you know, I'm looking so forward, etc. So he gives her a lot more. So the, the, he, he's given her something to engage her to, to him. Um, <coughs> but now there's a follow-up uh, where he starts giving her uh, bigger presents. Sivl or not, that is not a mitzvah. Amalo Rabbi Yossi, Anishamati, Suda, Arisin, Vesivl or not. And Rabbi Yossi said, <coughs> according to me, uh, both, uh, both of these meals uh, are actually mitzvot. Uh, Rabbi Yossi holds his opinion uh, in both that they are both mitzvot. Right. So now we uh, uh, abstract a little bit and uh, we uh, we we talk about meals in general uh, and uh, and how Talmudei Chachamim uh, relate to these things. We have a whole lot to do with Talmudei Chachamim and Amai Aratim. Uh, Tanya, Rabbi Shimon, Amai Rabbi Shimon says, "Kol sudash shel mitzvah." If it's not a suda of a mitzvah, i.e., a mitzvah related. Uh, purpose, it's not just eating ein Talmud Chacham, Rishayla not Mimenu, a Talmud Chacham should not get benefit uh, from such a thing. Uh, he says that is, uh, you know, rather he should only only eat uh, at Sudot Mitzvah uh, and uh, he shouldn't uh, lower himself, as it were, to mix uh, with people in, in, in a big meal uh, format if, they, if there's no Mitzvah involved. And the Gemara says, Kogon Ma, exactly like what? Um, Rav Yochanan Kogon, but in Israel. Uh, fascinatingly enough, you know, some, some fairly harsh statements uh, coming up here. And uh, many of these uh, probably are uh, exaggerations. Uh, but anyway, we'll, 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 uh, um, they, they can't be taken literally. But uh, the, the rabbis, uh, just to show you, they, uh, they, they put forward, as we said, quite, quite uh, acerbic uh, statements over here. And it says, Kon bat Yisrael, uh, bat Kohen Yisrael. If a, uh, uh, a bat Kohen, a daughter of a Kohen, gets married to Yisrael, okay, that's, that's not good. Uvat Talmud Chacham, Lamarat, and a Talmud Chacham's daughter uh, gets married to Amaretz. Even the wedding, uh, which we would all assume uh, would definitely be a mitzvah, uh, that is not defined as a surat mitzvah. Uh, in, in, uh, according to the Gemara here, I'm Rav Yochanan, Bat Kohen Israel, Ein Zivugin Oleyafe. When this uh, Bat Kohen uh, marries a, uh, a commoner, uh, as it were, an Israelite uh, person, that is not a, a good thing. It's uh, it's like lowering uh, the the level of of the Kuna. Really, they should uh, marry within their their class, as it were. Uh, Kohanim should marry one with each other uh, over there, and that they shouldn't lower themselves. Uh, Mahi is, is, you know, what does it mean? It's no 
that you know we we said zivugan olei affair and zivugan olei affairs are not going to be a good union. Mahi, so what are you talking about that? And Rafkista or Almana or Grusha or Zera Einla. Okay, either the 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 there's going to be a divorce or the husband's going to die and she'll be left a widow or they'll be infertile. They won't be able to have children. So as you mentioned, quite harsh and to be not to be taken at face value. The the rabbis today have codified, you know, that that this doesn't apply, especially today where we have not got kwanim that we are hundred percent sure of. We have got kwanim muchzakin. They are have got a kazaka of being a kwan, but we don't know of what's known as miyuchasim. There's no yichas of kwanim at the moment, so therefore this does get quite diluted on a practical level for us. In any case, the uh, Gemara continues, and we learned in a brighter Kovra or Kovarto, either he or she uh, is going to, to die uh, and, uh, and, and uh, they'll have to bury him, uh, or Maviato le de or they'll become poor. Okay, that's uh, is uh, um, yeah, that that's the levels that uh, Gomorrah is talking about. Any uh, is that really so? I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said another thing. Uh, you should, uh, if you want to become wealthy, you should be connected uh, to the uh, children of Aaron. You should, uh, um, you know get engaged and married etc uh, to them maybe because uh, they would benefit because uh, the fact that they are allowed to offer katorit katorit is a um, a uh, Sugula uh, for wealth, uh, and therefore maybe that's how they would get wealth. Koshkain shetra kuna mit ashran, and this, and, and how much more so if uh, you have a ben Torah and um, a. Um, priesthood uh, coming together then you should definitely become wealthy uh, the Gemara answers Lord Kasha uh, no that uh, there's no there's no difficulty over there hi but Talmud Chacham when she gets married to Talmud Chacham that's very good hi but Amaretz but if she gets married to an Amaretz uh, then you should be worried about all these uh, um, uh, almost curses as it were all these inauspicious things um, and uh, Rabbi Huda Nasiv uh, Kahanta Rabbi Huda Yoshua Married a, a bat kohen chalash, uh, and then he got sick. Uh, so therefore, Ama lo nicholai Aaron sheed back bezarei. He says, "Oi, maybe uh, the, the 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 children of Aaron aren't happy that I'm becoming connected uh, to the the children." He said this out of humility because he was a great man. Dahave lei chatana kiana. He says that that I don't want me as a son-in-law. As we mentioned, uh, obviously very humble uh, in in this instance. Rav Iri Avin, however, now. Uh, she he married a daughter of a queen. Nafik minai He got had these two great sons as rabbis. Rav Shavshid Bereda Ravidi, Rav Yeshua Bereda Ravidi. Both of these uh, rabbis, which uh, we we see quite a bit. Amar Rav Papa and Rav Papa said uh, as well. Ilo nasivda kanta lo it atri. I wouldn't have become wealthy, uh, said Rav Papa, 
if I wouldn't have married the daughter of a Kohen. So here is uh, some good stories uh, coming out of uh, this uh, these zivugim. Uh, obviously, because they are Talmudei Chachamim, which we said that that's a very auspicious uh, thing. However, I'm Rav Kahana, and now Rav Kahana, and there's a discussion on Amud Bet in terms of Rav Kahana about Tosfot, uh, uh, who says, uh, even though his name is uh, says Kahana in it, was he a Kohen, wasn't he a Kohen? Probably, according to this, he's not a Kohen. He said, if I hadn't married a Kohen, uh, then I would not have been exiled. Uh, and he was uh, forced to run away from uh, Bavel to Israel. But you ran away at least to a place of Torah. Uh, so he says, Lo galei, uh, inshi. I didn't go like other people uh, go. I, uh, I was uh, forced uh, to flee the place that I was at. Okay, I'm Rav Yitzchak, more about meals here. Call Ne'ne Misudat Harashut, Lesof Kole, if you enjoy. Uh, and benefit from a uh, an optional uh, meal, i not a surat mitzvah, uh, then you will eventually get exiled. Shneimar v'ochlin karim mitzon v'aglahem mitoch marbeik. Pasuk in Amos says that eat the lambs, the flocks, and the calves out of the midst of the store, and then afterwards, a secretive, uh, the next uh, the next few uh, the few verses later, the golim, and therefore they will go to the uh, exile in the head. Uh, they'll be leading the exiles out. Uh, it's really talking about uh, people who spend uh, a lot of time on, on like uh, hedonistic type of parties uh, and things like that. That is going to cause exile. Uh, if, uh, if a Talmud Chacham uh, is always interested in uh, uh, filling his own belly, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's feasting everywhere. Uh, in the end, he'll destroy his house. And then his wife uh, will um, uh, you know, he will be. She'll be a widow because he'll die. Miatem, it goes alive, and his uh, orphan, his uh, literally his chicks. Uh, I talking about his children. V'tamidor, mishakach mimenu, and you forget his uh, his learning. Machlokot, rabot ba'ot alav, and he'll have a lot of machlokets uh, coming out of him. There'll be a lot of fights uh, surrounding him, uh, and devarav enam nimsha. Nish Ma'im, and his words will not be heard. Machalal, Shem Shemaim, Vashem Rabo, he'll desecrate Hashem's name, Vashem Rabo, and desecrate his rabbi's name, Vashem Aviv, and his father's name, Vagrem, Shem Ra, Law, and he'll be causing a bad name to himself, Lavanav, Livne Vanav, Ad Sof Koladorot, massive kind of Hilal Hashem, bad name for himself, his children, all his grandchildren throughout all generations. Okay. So you know what? What is the you know what? What exactly does this mean, Mahi? Rabbi Abayah says, Karelay, Bar Mechim Tanurei, his son, you know, the, the, they'll call his son, the, the one who eats ovens, he's always interested in uh, making food uh, and cooking. Rabbi Amar Bar Mar Kir 
Mark Kidd at Bay Kuvia. He's uh, the, the one who, 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 who dances at bars. Rapapa Mar Abar Melachech Pinchai, the one who licks uh, plates because uh, he's so hungry always. Rav Shmaya Amar Bar Mach Ravay. He's the, the one who folds his uh, clothes and he, and he crouches down. Oh, he's, he's lying uh, drunk, drunk uh, on the ground. Okay, Tanur Abanan, Lo Alam Yim Yimakor, Adam Kol Mash Yeshlo. You should rather sell all you have. Visa Bat Talmid Chacham. You should rather get rather get married to sell everything you have and and marry a daughter of a Talmid Chacham. Wash uh, Imate. If unfortunately Lo Aleni the person dies or Goleu gets exiled, Muftach Lo Shemanav Talmid Chachamim. You'll be uh, uh, you won't be able to raise your children and your uh, your wife. Uh, who's about Talmud Chacham will raise her as she was raised uh, as Talmud Chachamim. Uh, the mother will make sure that they are raised that way. Alisa, but Amaretz, you should never marry a daughter of an Amaretz. She mates. Ogule, Banav, Amaretz, your children are, would be uh, likely to become Amaretzim. Uh, we'll see more about Amaratim uh, coming up. Some very harsh statements on on them as well. Tan Rabban and Ola Mim Koradam Kol Mashiach Levisabat Talmid Chacham. You should always marry the daughter of a Talmid Chacham. Give away everything you've got. Sell everything. Levisabitol a Talmid Chacham and marry your daughter to a Talmid Chacham. Mashal. Uh, the the uh, parable is the Invar Gefen Invar Gefen. Uh, one uh, the grapes of the vine mixing in with Invar Gefen uh, with other grapes of the vine. Dava Na Mit Kabel. Uh, it is something beautiful and acceptable to both uh, God and man. Okay, so some beautiful, uh, that's a, a famous uh, song. They sing it often at weddings in uh, Vagefin. Um, okay, this is where it comes from. Okay, for law, you say, but Amaris, you should never marry a daughter of an Amaris. Mashal, in Vagefin, in Vahasne, the grapes of vine that get mixed in uh, with a, a kind of uh, thorn bush or bramble, Dava Kaur, Vaino, Mid Kabel. It's like disgusting and unacceptable. All right, Tanu Rabbanan again a similar statement. Lord, because Adam called Mashiach to visa about Talmid Chacham, you should always sell everything you have and get married to a daughter of a Talmid Chacham. Avlo matzah about Talmid Chacham. Whatever you can't find a daughter of a Talmid Chacham, visa about Gedulei Hador. You should really marry someone who's in a prominent position in the in the heads of the community over there. They manage the 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 congregation. Avlo matzah about Gedulei Hador. If you you can't find someone who does that. You say, but Roshay Knesiot, you should marry someone who's uh, in a position at the shul. Velo Matzah, but Roshay Knesiot, someone that's not in a shul. You say, but Gabay Tzedaka, you should uh, marry someone who's, whose father is a Gabay Tzedaka, a charity collector and a distributor, uh, someone that, you know, very honest and uh, trusted. Velo Matzah, but Gabay Tzedaka, if you can't find that person. You say, but Melamde Tzedakot, someone that. Uh, teachers school uh, children is about um, um, uh, and, and really uh, the law is about Amaret. you should never marry uh, the daughter of Amaret. we know she hain sheket they are uh, they are disgusting uh, like creepy crawlies uh, sheritz and their wives are uh, they are, you know, and their wives are like a sheritz uh, as well. Al Benotem who are Aru Shukhev in Bahama and their daughters, you know, it's it's like uh, cursed is he that lies with an animal uh, because 
they, uh, uh, you know, we, we had this before. I think in uh, uh, Aravin, whereby they, uh, what happens is, is that uh, they, they, the husbands uh, leave, uh, the, the, the wives uh, leave their, um, the husbands go away for long periods of time, the wives are alone, and they uh, uh, might be immoral uh, in the meantime. Tanya, uh, the rabbis continue and uh, some very harsh statements now on Amaratim. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says, Amaretz is not allowed to eat a Basar uh, Bahema. Uh, meat from an animal. There's the 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 Torah of uh, the uh, an animal and a bird. If you're busy with Torah, mutar uh, Then it's permitted to eat uh, the uh, the meat of an animal and a bird. Of course, I know But if you don't uh, learn Torah, also If you don't learn Torah, because you use the word Torah in that thing, then you are not you should not allowed to eat um, the the meat of this animals uh, or these birds some very you know, more negative statements uh, because these the Amaratim that we're talking about here are uh, not just ignorant but they are, are, are wicked as well uh, you could even stab a, uh, um, uh, this Amaratim on, on Yom Kippur uh, even though it is Shabbat as well uh, so you can you know, take you know, it, 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 just as long as you get rid of him uh, the rabbi said, Rebbe, you know, why don't you just say Shechtim? Why do you talk about stabbing? Shechting has a bracha. He's not even worthy of saying a bracha. Obviously, a tongue in cheek kind of answer, uh, but it's a, a very uh, hyperbolic statement over here. Anyway, that's, uh, that's uh, you know, one of the shows how negatively uh, the rabbis looked at uh, Amaya Aretz, uh, possibly because uh, they felt that, uh, as we're going to see a bit later, uh, the Torah is there for everyone to, to learn, and these people aren't uh, taking the opportunities uh, to learn. They uh, are remaining ignorant, and as a result, uh, the rabbis seem to be uh, incredibly harsh uh, on them uh, for that. Anyway... Uh, we continue. Amar Rabbi Lazar, Amar Eretz Asur lehit la vot imor b'derek. You're not allowed to go with an Amar on the way. Shema ki hu chayecha v'orechemecha. Talking about uh, the Torah, learning it, it's your life and the and the length of your days. Achayav lochas. He doesn't uh, uh, care about. He does not doesn't learn Torah, so he doesn't care about his own life. He doesn't want long days. Achayav chaveru lokoshka. And how much more less? How much more so is he not going to care about your life? Amar Shmu Banachmani, Amar Biochanan, Amar it's Muta la Koro. Have a dug. It's uh, permitted to to tear this Amar uh, open like a like a fish, uh, like pull him open. Uh, it says Amar Rabbi Shmu Ba Yitzchak Migabo. Then that means really you cut him open uh, from the, the from the back and you know pierce his spinal cord. Uh, that's you know a nice way of getting rid of this Talmid Chacham. Right, a famous line. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Akiva. Kushayiti Amaret. When I was an Amaret, Amarti miutani Talmid Chacham v'Anashkenu Kachamor. He said, I wish I had a Talmid Chacham and I'd bite him like a donkey. Uh, that's that's what he said. It was Amrulo Tamidav and the rabbis, uh, his students. Sorry, said to him, Rabbi, more like Kelev, Kelev. Why don't you just bite like a 
dog? Why do you bite like a donkey? Amalei, no, zeh no sheikh. For shaver etzim, a donkey bite breaks and uh, destroys the, the breaks, uh, bites and breaks bones. Zeh no sheikh. Veino shaver etzim, a dog. Uh, with a dog, it bites, uh, but it doesn't break a bone. Uh, and Tanya, Haya Rebbe Meir Omer, Rebbe Meir says, Kol HaMesi Bitol Amaretz Kilu Kofta Minicha Lifnai Ari. If you marry your daughter off to an Amaretz, it's like you tied her up and put her in front of uh, a line. Uh, and uh, it, it says, um, uh, my Ari, uh, you know, so, so what is what you know, my Ari, Dores uh, uh, the same way a lion uh, attacks and, and, and mauls its prey and then uh, eats it, and it doesn't have uh, any uh, shame uh, for doing so. He'll just uh, hit his wife and then uh, and uh, has relations with her, he's not embarrassed uh, to, to do so, uh, you know, he just uh, aggressively attacks. Uh, his wife, so it's uh, if you're doing that to your daughter, you're putting her in a very dangerous situation. Tanya Rebliezomer, he says, Yamalai, Anutrikim Lahim, Maso Matan, Havu, Hayu, Horgin, Otanu. If we didn't need uh, the Amarites for, for business purposes, they would uh, come and kill us. Uh, and that's, that's, uh, that, that, that's, that's his view. Okay. Uh, Tanya, um, uh, what happens is um, uh, Rebbe Chia uh, and Tanya Rebbe Chia call us like Torah if and if you uh, learn Torah in front of this Amaretz, now we're probably talking about a different type of Amaretz uh, who's uh, who's got some connection to Torah. Kilu Boel Arusato Befanav. It's like you've uh, if you learn Torah in front of him, it's like you've had relations uh, with his uh, with his um, uh, fiance uh, in front. To him, Shema Torah Tzivalanu Moshe Morasha. The Torah is a uh, Torah was taught to us. Uh, you know, it was, Moshe commanded us the Torah, and it's a Morasha, an inheritance. Al Tikre Morasha. Don't read Morasha, an inheritance. Ela Morasa. Rather, uh, that it is is like his fiance. In other words, like the Torah is compared uh, to this fiance, uh, and uh, once you are able to um, you know learn it and comprehend it. Etc. Then it's like you, uh, you know, then um, become one with it, as if you are married uh, to it. Um, and then uh, similarly, uh, we have the following uh, idea: Godola. Uh, and so maybe that's why the rabbis said that they that they they didn't appreciate, uh, let's say, the, the Amaretz uh, not learning Torah, because after all, uh, that is very much our essence of our life. Uh, and therefore, uh, you know, that, that's why the Amorites, they, they treated them with such uh, harshness in terms of that. Anyway, um, uh, so therefore, Gudula, uh, Sina, uh, what we said was, uh, the, the, the uh, greater, greater is the, uh, the hatred, um, uh, the Amorites, uh, greater is the hatred of the, uh, the Amorites uh, for the Tamil Chacham, Yotar, Misinat, Shishonim, Umotalam, greater than the, the nations of the world uh, have uh, for the Jewish people. Uh, it says uh, that's what they uh, them Yotem, and their wives of Tamil Chacham hate them uh, more than the uh, Tamil Chacham, uh, than the Amorites themselves.
uh, probably seemingly because uh, the wives don't have uh, the interaction via business uh, with these Talmudei uh, Chachamim, so they don't even see, they just see a distance, uh, and uh, it could be also caused by uh, the Talmudei Chachamim uh, keeping away uh, from the Amaretz, uh, as we uh, seen that you, you should, and they might see it as uh, arrogant uh, or, uh, you know, a, a type of... Um, feeling that they are below below them uh, so much etc so it, it does create a deep rift uh, and uh, and obviously today we we can't uh, treat these things uh, literally in any case uh, we say tanya we utana we learned a brata shana viparesh however one that used to be um, uh, if you learned Torah and then you left uh, the Derech Piresh, you have uh, gone off uh, over there, you left your thing, your Tamakulan. Those are the, are the worst uh, of all types. They, they hate Torah more than anything else because they, they feel guilty uh, that they've turned their back. So they end up often uh, hating uh, the Talmud Echachami more than absolutely uh, anyone uh, <clears throat> over there. All right, Tana uh, Ravanan. Some more statements about Amaretz. Shisha Dvarim and Nemruba Amaretz. There are six things uh, said about Amaretz. Ein Mosefin Lehen Eidut. You don't uh, give them Eidut. You can't uh, allow them to testify that as witnesses uh, on, uh, on, on on events or transactions. Uh, it says Ein Makablin Memenu Eidut. And if they do volunteer uh, this uh, testimony, we don't uh, trust them uh, in terms of that. Ein Makablin Lehem Sod. You don't uh, reveal secrets. You don't tell them any secrets because they'll reveal them. You don't appoint them as a, 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 a kind of a person, a guardians over the, the, these estates belonging to orphans uh, because you also don't trust them. Also, similarly, uh, you don't appoint them as uh, guardians over tzedakah uh, funds. And you don't walk with them on the way, probably that same pasuk as we had uh, earlier uh, in terms of their, they don't care about their lives, so they're not going to care uh, because they don't learn Torah, so they don't care about your lives uh, as well. Uh, there's another uh, thing some people say, you don't even give back uh, their lost items, that is uh, another item. It says, the first opinion says, no, only those six, um, but it says, uh, and what happens is uh, rather what you do uh, and you announce the you know lost objects and you give them back uh, something that they lose it says maybe uh, somehow this uh, yeah, this child will come up uh, from their offspring uh, and, and will come up and uh, and, and, and he will be able to benefit uh, from this property uh, he can prepare it but then uh, the tzaddik uh, will put it on uh, so even uh, if a person is a rasha or, you know, in this case Amaris but we equate it with a rasha a wicked person uh, and uh, uh, we see that uh, in, even in those cases uh, it, it, it is beneficial uh, for it because a tzaddik can benefit uh, uh, from that Okay, uh, we will leave it there. Um, uh, we, you know, we're just about to get on to the next part of the Mishnah uh, in terms of the uh, quoting the size uh, of the uh, the amount of. Uh, 
uh, grain or uh, you know that is uh, that you'd have to go back for chametz or the sacrificial meat, uh, the machloket between Rabbi Meir and uh, and Rabbi Huda, uh, olive amount or a uh, um, uh, kabetza, an egg amount. Uh, but we will leave that for tomorrow. In the meantime, everyone should have a greater.